When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Podcast. New jib move, new me, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We got some lighting effects going on here. Whoa. And we got a whole new cast of people. I'm your host, Nick Scarpino, alongside Blessing Adioye Jr. What's up, Nick? How's it going? It's going well, man. This I feel like this is this marks uh, content number, piece number two you and I have done together in 2023. Oh, yeah, man. So it's kind of cool. I think we're actually, that might be one more than we did in 2022 together. I, uh, was I talking cool. to you, Roger, about this, about how like I... Nick is probably one of my favorite coworkers because I don't interact with him at all. <laughs> it's, it's fun because it's it's like it's like everything's new between yeah. the two of us. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty fun. Uh, of course, over there is joining the podcast for uh, you've been second, on this time, yeah a few times second time maybe. Yeah, uh, Roger Bacorny, everyone, round of applause for Roger. Everybody, give me a round of applause. Not blessing though. Nobody claps. Woo! <laughs> Yay! Thanks for having me, everybody. And making his triumphant return to the podcast from last week. <laughs> triumphant <laughs> was i here last week i don't know man it's know. such a blur we just did a four hour speed run of the last of us part two and i came straight into this podcast so we're going to talk about that a little bit but of course the root and toot nitro rifle from twitch.tv mr andy cortez andy is that a new hoodie new windbreaker no were there any lessons you learned from that speed run i learned a lot of lessons for that speed run mostly that um i i played the last of us that was huge. I did not remember that. I was I, like, I know this game. Yeah. I, I had the pleasure of having the half day off. Um, mm. We did that. We did our marathon stream on Friday up until the wee hours of two in the morning. And then yesterday recorded, yesterday on Sunday recorded a review for a video game. So I said, I'm going to take the half day off. And um, Barrett was also at home. And Barrett said, the funniest thing about this Last of Us speed run is that Nick is reacting to moments in the game as if it's the first time he's ever seen them, <laughs> even though he's played the game before on well, content. A couple things about that, Barrett. And thank you, everyone, for joining us today on this storied podcast. One, I'm an entertainer, okay? Yep. I could I could have played that game 15 times. Watch this. Ready, guys? Everyone close your eyes. Real quick. Mm -hmm. Close your eyes, okay? This is this is the talent. I know you guys haven't Nobody been to L.A. before. I, I know you guys don't know. You <laughs> don't understand how magic works, right? right. But sometimes here... You got to reach deep down and you have to react to something like you've never seen it before. Everyone out there, close your eyes. Josh G in the chat, close your eyes. Jake Stapp, close your eyes. Woo! That was incredible. Did you see that? <laughs> I knew that was coming because it was going to come out of my mouth. Oh, gotcha. Now. Gotcha. Yeah. So you were faking it. You were faking it. 100%. I was oh, faking okay. it. I was faking it like I do everything here lately. <laughs> and at home. How much did you guys not believe in the speed run? Because when it was brought up this morning, we were doing the Last Wish HBO review. And Tim starts talking about it. He starts talking about James Burke, who I know James Burke. I have a lot of confidence in James Burke, the human being. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know he's a man of many talents and many platinums. But as Tim was pitching the idea of James Burke doing this three-hour last with speed run, mm -hmm. internally, I was like, there is so much that's about to go wrong. That's so much. There is no way this man is about to beat the last with in three hours. And like I had left to go do another piece of content in the middle of the day at the start of the stream. 
And when I got back, it was what, like an hour and a half in, two hours in, and I looked at the screen and you guys were in winter. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, you guys are more than halfway through the game. It was very impressive. It was one of those things where like you say three hours goes by just like that. And then I remember how long it took me to play that game in like four sessions. Yeah. And it was uh it's very impressive, everyone. You yeah. guys can actually probably go over to youtube.com slash kind of funny games right now and check that out. I'm sure that playthrough is live, but that's not what we're watching right now. Right I also now, think about people getting mad at you for uh, there's a very, Everything. very poignant moment on scene. I forget it, the exact moment that's happening in The Last of Us. It's Beans. heartbreaking. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. It's uh, it's destroying people's souls. And this is Nick's, time's, Nick's first time experiencing it. And him and Greg are having a conversation about the canned beans. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the Twitch chat is like, shut the fuck up and listen to what's happening on screen, for Christ's sake. I'll be, I'll be honest with you guys. There are very few emotionally impactful moments for me in games. <laughs> I, I don't get invested in beans. them like you guys. <laughs> the beans were number one. The, well, also, when me, I don't know if you guys have noticed this or not, but when me and Greg get together... <laughs> We don't take shit seriously. <laughs> and I know The Last of Us is a very, very much beloved game, and those emotional beats hit for you, good for you guys. But for me, when I'm goofing around with Greg, playing over, I, I died a bunch of times. Sure. It's a whole rigmarole. I'm not really invested in this. We'll say, though, the HBO show. Real good. It's slapping. You've been watching it. It's good. Oh, yeah. I've been Sorry. watching it. Not sure why I didn't get invited uh, to do the recap. I don't know why um, I got invited. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think I think Tim knows I don't like waking up early, and you guys have to do that at nine thirty in the morning. Sure. Um, I, think the, I think the fact that it leads into Games Daily is why that crew, and also it's the it's the PlayStation crew. It's the last. I'm being us. facetious. I know exactly yeah. why. It's because Tim would have been like, Nick, what do you think the difference is between the show and the thing? And I'd be like, Did I play this one? <laughs> was this one of that I played? Is this the one that I did? Uh, but you guys are on episode two. You got everyone can check that out over on YouTube.com slash kind of funny as well. If you're listening to this podcast services, I believe we're putting that out as a podcast as well, if I'm not mistaken. Screencast. Yeah. A screencast. So it's going to be on our screencast feed. Very, very good. Uh, and we could talk about that in a little bit. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of funny podcast where three, sometimes four best friends, gather on this table each. Bringing some topics to shoot the shit with. I want to give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, without whom none of this could be possible. We got Jay Combs, Nathan Lamoth, Monica Boomenlog, DJ Canto on Twitch, Trent Berry, James Hastings, Colin Huguenel, Casey Andrews, and that is it. You guys are incredible. If you guys want to be patrons of us, guess what? This show is brought to you today by patreon.com slash kind of funny you guys can go over there and back us you get all sorts of cool perks and guess what it helps keep these incredible led lights on we very much appreciate you guys for that in housekeeping news that bomber jacket that sick nasty bomber jacket coming back making its way back to the store tomorrow everyone go check out kind of funny.com slash store and you too can look just like tim gettys if that's your goal take that statement to mean whatever you think it needs to mean Andy, how you feeling after the stream on Friday? Um, I'm feeling great. I, I don't I don't know if I got I, I did my first COVID test. That's not true. My first COVID test this year. Okay. And I was negative. Just for fun? I was negative. No, I started feeling like I was coming down with something. Mm. But I feel like better now. But there was I think maybe we overdid it. Maybe it was a mixture of all the terrible shit we were eating that day. We had um one of the funnest streams we've ever had. Like uh, just the amount of laughing, <laughs> the amount of Things that were revealed, <laughs> the amount of stories that happened. Um, Kevin talked about how him playing uh, Breath of the Wild led to a real heart-to-heart -heart moment between the founders and him of being like, hey, man, 
We know you do a lot for this company, but you got to stop playing this video game while on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, no, no. Let's, 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 let's call this what it was. It was moments where he was playing it while he was producing the podcast. I would look over and he'd be just back on his Switch being like, yeah, a damn we, good we, game. We, we a damn good it. game. We yeah. These are, these are in the wee hours of the night where we are just past the point of being like, we are so delirious. We are la- Everything's making us laugh extra hard. And Kevin's like having trouble even getting the sentence out because of how hard he's laughing. And he's like, hey, you know, I, I, I like to think that I, I pour my heart out for this company. But there was a good <laughs> while where I would just lean back and, and, and I was like, you know what? I would notice that. He goes, yeah, you would because it, the camera would be on the wrong shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> There were, there I was, was supposed to be running the show, and I, and then I said, you know what? There was this moment that I revealed to Chad. I was like, there was a moment where Kevin and I had a bit of a little, a uh, bit of an argument at one point because um, he was running games daily, I believe, and and he's running games daily in quotes. Um, but he's just like fully, almost ninety degree laid or one eighty degree laid back with his feet up on the desk. Yeah, the old, he's the playing old Breath executive of the Wild. chair that he had, which is like high backed. And I like took a I took a photo of him. Mm-hmm. And posted it on Instagram and like just some sarcastic comment or whatever. And Kevin legitimately walked up to me and was like, hey man, that's don't fucking do that, dude. Like, I don't like that you did that. And I was like, oh shit, my bad. I didn't really know. And then Kevin goes, no, the reason why I got so mad about it was that like, I knew I had a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you don't understand. I can't control this. Like, and that was like, like I'm trying to seek help. He was like, and I and and uh, Greg and Tim and Nick hadn't talked to me about my problem yet. No. So this was like, like I was kind of like, I didn't want to admit to myself that. I had a <laughs> and we were just laughing oh so hard God. during this whole stream. I know. I I left hilarious. at seven. I had to go over to a show. Uh, we did shit arcade and shout out to everyone that came out to that for Sketchfest last weekend. And I came back in at one fifteen in the morning because you savages out there, uh, you guys gave us enough money to go till two a.m. in the morning. And I get there. I don't know how this works, but every time I go back into Icarus, this mansion that you guys have built. Just gets bigger and crazier, and of course, uh, Joey, because she is my biggest saboteur here at this company. She wants she's she she is the person at this company that wants to see me succeed the least. Uh, hacked my account. It's unbelievable. I could not log back into Icarus to come frag out with you guys in Icarus, but I was enjoying watching you guys go till two a.m. in the morning. That was fun. Yeah, for those of y'all that don't know, we got really into a survival game called Icarus. Um, it started off as a sponsored stream for Nvidia, and then we just. We got really hooked on it, and we we knew that me, Nick, and Micah as the stream team wanted to have a game that we could always go back to, and we were just tired of doing, like, the open a new survival game, play it for three hours, open another one, play it for three hours, and never really stick into one thing. So we got really, really into it, and, uh, yeah, we I'm hoping we get... We want to, like, talk to Roger about editing some stuff out from that because there was a, a night of hell where... Everything was going totally smoothly, and the next thing you know, Mike is dead, and there's a bear and three alligators in our house, and I'm yeah. on the roof, and Mike is like, maybe you just wait out the night, because <laughs> I can't, and I'm like, I have no weapons, I need to, it was just a, it was a nightmare, it At was one an moment, absolute disaster. I, this wasn't the same time, but there was another moment playing this game where I get, I was out here doing some stuff, because we had a sponsored stream that was happening in here, and I just get Andy comes up, to, we have like, you know, it's very, very professional here, Andy comes up behind me, very reserved, and he goes, I'm gonna need you to log into Steam real quick and come save us. We're both dead, and we don't want to reload the game. 
So I had to log back in my Icarus account, time. jump in, save you guys, and then they just hid me in the corner of our building for the rest of the time. We build back better, dude. We, we do build we, back we better. Build what back what better. is Icarus? I have no idea what this it's game is. Persistent survival. It, yeah. Game. So it, Icarus is it like an MMO type deal? Like, the, are there random people, or is it just no the people that are Icarus? Um, is by the creator of Daisy. Okay. okay. Um, explains. And it starts off as a. It started off as this game where you would just drop down into, you would select different missions, and you'd have this gigantic map, and it'd be like, go place these three beacons in the world, and you get XP, and you have a an XP tree where you can kind of make your character use less, or have a bigger stamina bar, blah, 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 all the stuff, it, harvest faster, mm-hmm. things like that. But then you have another tree that, like, you can build more and more shit. Mm-hmm. So you start off just making fucking iron sickles and by the time you know it you're making oxidizers that help replenish your oxygen you're making um you get to the point where later on in the in these tech trees you can build electricity and have like fully functional everything like you start off like with caveman technology and you're getting to the point where we're getting to the point where our stuff is getting a bit more advanced and it's really exciting but then recently the problem with it was the worlds weren't persistent so if you drop down and you build, you went to a mission and you built a big ass compound and had this cool ass base. The moment you left it, that world is gone. You had to rebuild everything. So they recently added a persistence update where it's like everything stays. And Mike got in his Duffy and built us like the biggest fucking compound for our little base. And we have a little station for our buffaloes. Mike got a, a bison that we named Bryson, and I got a buffalo that Jason helped me. Uh, what did you name Chad your Chad helped me name Mark Ruffalo. Uh, Mark okay. Buffalo. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, good. And everything is all great. And suddenly, you, next thing you know, I'm on the roof of our place. Everybody's dead, and I'm getting notifications saying Mark Buffalo has been killed by alligator. Everybody, <laughs> like the alli- these alligators, just came to our place and like they left <laughs> notes in our houses, and we're like, they, "Hey, you took our land." Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. we belong we're taking here. It, back. it was really, really bad, but like. It's it's been an absolute blast to kind of uh, it's been like a good character study, you know. Yeah. Like, will you leave your friends behind if you're trying to get gold and, and iron will. and stuff like that? Yeah. So. Mike will. Mike. Uh, so here's here's a, here's a fun last sticker story. We can keep talking about it, but this I want to tell us was uh, Chris Anka joins us mm. to help us to help guide us through some stuff. And you have to go into caves to get ore, like you get gold, platinum, all of these precious metals. Do different. They're things more and you dangerous. Smelt them right. They're the more, caves the are caves more are dangerous. They got these little worms that come out and spit fire at you. But Mike, we're halfway through mining this cave, and we turn around, and Mike's gone. Okay, Like, Mike, where are you going? And it goes, I just told you, Slappy, I'm going back to the base with the stuff. <laughs> he's like, I told you guys. And, and Chris's like, you did not tell us that. And he's like, I didn't hear him tell you. Didn't, did Nick, did you hear me tell you? I was like, I didn't hear shit. And I was standing right next to him. Mike just decides to take off on his own. But he's over-encumbered. Okay. So he's walking at a snail's pace. So we all catch up to him very easily and then run past him. And then he starts getting attacked by a bear. And we're like, you know what, Mike? That's what you fucking deserve. We run past him. We get back to our base. And we keep on doing our thing. And then he starts and then like 10 minutes later, he's like, like, I'm still waiting for one of y'all to come, come get, get this some shit for me. <laughs> and he's just walking. <laughs> he's just, like, he's barely. He's slowly walking. It's incredible. It's incredible. What an idiot, guys. It's a very, very know. fun game. And we hope that Blessing and Raj will eventually join us. Because, like. Everybody's been starting to like join the party. And yeah, the I saw Joey start from zero and then just fall in love with it. Right? Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, I don't know how people. It, it takes a really hardcore person to want to play the first iteration of that game. Because I tried. I tried jumping in and doing all the missions. That's how I leveled up to, to level twenty one. The problem is when you die, it just which sets you so far back. 
and every time you land, it's starting from ground zero. So it's it's cool that they decided to make the world way more like you can just keep going back to. It. I think that's really really smart. Yeah. But oh man, what, it, what shenanigans! It's we'll get been it. an absolute blast. Yeah, to the point where like we had this hell night, and we're just like so down on ourselves and some people in chat come in like hey what are y'all playing mike is like hey fuck you and he's like i'm sorry i'm just i had a we had a bad night we all got killed we all lost our shit and mike walks outside yep and then lightning strikes him down and kills him oh my god and mike is like fucking lightning just killed me. It, is, it is the fun like oh my god we were just dying of laughter and then yeah and then i went home around midnight i was like dude my eyes are burning i i need to like get off the computer i want to go home i'll join back up with you and that's what we did. I got back home. I got back online around 1.30 in the morning. And we played until like 2.30-ish. Yeah. But yeah, the the all y'all pushed us past our goals. Pushed us past our goals to the point where me, Nick, Mike, and Roger will be going to an actual golf course. Woo! In the links. And Wait, how do I get, out, get in streaming on? live? Dude, you, you got to be one of the stream on. team, bro. Oh, sorry, bud. You, I mean, well, here's, here's the thing. thing. Here's the if thing. you here's want to be thing. initiated into it, you have to fuck up Greg Miller. <laughs> That's oh, what I need you to do. Oh, I need you to come just what he's playing. Whatever he's playing over there, we're yeah. not allowed to say. But I want you to take a frying pan to hit that. <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's the thing. You, you, part you of it. slash a tire. Yeah. Oh. And then he goes out to his tire and he goes, oh, my tire's not. And when he looks around, you're above him, crowbar. And you help him do fix a tire. Oh, okay. you weren't, it's not violence. Yeah, no, the crowbar was just The tire thing will ruin your day. Yeah. Trust me. I had it last week. My, uh, you got, I, I you got, got a tire flat oh, yeah. landing last this one, week? Have you not heard the story? No. This is, so like while you guys were playing uh, Icarus. Oh my God, no. Start from the beginning on this story. Yeah, okay, so where are we going? So this was for, for our trip to... <laughs> if you guys want to hear how maddening it is to work in this office, this so, story what? perfectly encapsulates the vibe and the, the just sheer idiocracy of people at kind of funny. Yeah. So last week was a bad week for me, but like, I, it really starts what three weeks ago when we when we saw Megan. What was bad about that? Well, that's where it, it starts. Tra- that's where it starts. Megan was fine. Everyone enjoyed. Because Megan okay. was great. Right. But in the previews for Megan, there was a preview preview for oh, this yes. movie called Eighty for Brady. Right. Absolutely. Which is <laughs> God, this fucking movie. Which is a movie about a bunch of eighty year old women who are big fans, super fans of Tom Brady. Right. They're essentially trying to fuck Tom Brady. Yeah, no, that's what the whole movie. They kind of want to fuck. Tom. They're trying to smash a little Tom bit. Brady. But you know, you yeah, just love Tom Brady. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be a sexual thing. Yeah, well, like it's sexual. I'm not seeing well, I, I forget who. I think it was Rita Marino who was like, when I saw Tom Brady like in the locker room, she's like, I got a little turned on. And okay. then she goes, Should I say that? And everyone's like, Yeah, you can. Yeah, say yeah it. absolutely. It's like when we were watching um, Black Adam, and Nick leans over and goes, That Noah Centinel, he's so handsome. And I was like, Okay, Grandma. <laughs> So <laughs> he's such a handsome fella. Finish the story. So you know, Pick we go we go see Megan. After Megan, uh, it's me and Roger because I I pick up Roger and Leanne to come see the movie. And we're talking about the movie. We're like, oh man, Megan was so dope. Megan was great. Absolutely. Then we start talking about the previews, mm-hmm. right? We start talking about this preview for this movie called Plane. Fuck yeah, dude. which is a movie that stars Luke Cage from Luke Cage. Yep. As his name. <laughs> this crim- that's how I know him. Is Luke Cage from Luke Cage as this criminal who goes on this plane and like they like they have him all chained up and stuff, right? Like he's like a hardened criminal, but they need to get him get him to where he's going. And there's a plane crash. It's a whole thing. It's a, it's a fucking wild ass trailer, right? And like we're talking about about that, and then we talk is about this, 80 for Brady. Is this the trailer? Yes. That utilizes the dumbest. Like think back to some of the best trailers. Think back to Rogue One trailer when they utilize the siren as a thematic like thing yeah. in the trailer wow. to kind of evoke fear okay. and tension. Yeah. And it's like I was like a cat. Sorry, sorry, chat. Woo! 
and yours is like more, real, more of a challenge. Mine it, was like a dead cat. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it, but but it's Horny part of the cat. trailer. But it's also like similar to Christopher Nolan's, like brown. Yeah. Like it's similar to that sort of thing. In the plane trailer, is this the one? Because I've been seeing this on TV nonstop, where they utilize the sound uh, chime to let you know when to sit down. Yes. Boom, boom. Oh, I don't, well, I don't remember this boom, boom. in this trailer. It's, it's trailer I thought you were going to say that this is the trailer that has a really weird and wild trailer, and then it just ends. It's just plain. 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 No, no. <laughs> is, it, is it Gerard Butler? No. Yeah, Gerard yeah. Butler's in yeah. plain. Yeah, but I've been seeing this trailer nonstop where, like, they looked at a bunch of other trailers and said, oh, we can utilize a cool sound effect to kind of, like, can capture add, that tension. But it's just. What do planes got? It's just shots of. <laughs> And it's just so Jesus. lame. It's, so, it's the lamest shit this, of all. It time. was like such an odd collection of trailers because the plane trailer for me reminded me a bit of the is it Moonfall trailer? Oh right, that, that came on before like what Thor: Love and Thunder. And at one point during that trailer, there's like a line that's like, "Oh, the moon's out of orbit," and it turns into this like dumb premise of, "Oh man, we got to figure out what's going on with the moon." The plane <laughs> reminds me of that because it's very, it's very, much it's very that, Rick yeah. and Morty. Uh, interdimensional cable. Yeah. Where it's like, I can't believe this thing exists. Like, an algorithm made Three guys it. on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, They're brothers. brothers. <laughs> and like, you get to the end of the plane trailer, it's a different movie. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, yeah. why, why does... We're Luke out of the Cage, plane. We're, we're out, out of the plane, plane for two minutes. Luke Cage has a gun. They're on the, the island from Arrow, yeah. and they're fighting off against other people. <laughs> it's like, what's going on here? Incredible. Um, But then, yeah, in that same collection of trailers, there was 80 for Brady, which was this movie about, basically, the Golden Girls want to fuck Tom Brady. Yeah. Absolutely. And me and Roger were talking about it afterwards, and we're like, yo... That movie though kind of seems kind of fire. Like, it's we like should the, maybe see eighty for Brady. Is it like the 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 old woman version of Wild Hogs? Um, from what I remember, Wild Hogs being and from having seen the trailer, you're uh, you couldn't be more right if you had actually seen the movie. I think I kind of fucking nailed that. It's right? like a road trip. They take a road Wild trip Hogs to go is, see. Uh, is like John Travolta yeah. and Tim Allen and okay. a bunch of like old white dudes, uh-huh. and they're driving on like motorcycles. They're doing like one uh-huh. last ride. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Well, apparently, eighty for Brady is a real life story. It's oh. about a, it's about an actual group of eighty year olds. Get a five some. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady. That's how he won the Super Bowl. Well, he year. is their age. Come to think of it, yeah, yeah, he's like eighty years old. Right. Yeah, but you're similar. You're on the you're right. on the, right. the right. idea. Yeah, but yeah, we talk about that, and then weeks later, uh, during uh, one of our kind of funny meetings that we have every Friday. Uh, usually it's Kevin that gets access to a lot of movie screeners and yeah. organizes that stuff. Kevin's movie bros, so he gets he has he has a team of people he works with that are kind enough. To allow us to go see screeners ahead of time so that we can review things and or sometimes just see movies for fun. They're pretty cool. It's like when we went to go see War for Wakanda and... Wait, no, that's the video game. Wakanda that's, Forever? Wakanda <laughs> Forever. <laughs> the, the video game expansion in Avengers, rest in peace, is called War for Wakanda. Wow. Yeah. It's like we went to go watch Wakanda Forever and we saw the now uh, fucking Seattle, no, San Francisco 49er George Kittle, who beat my Cowboys last night. Very, very oh, yeah. disheartening. But he had an amazing game last night. He was there at the movie theater with Hunter Pence. Oh, God. He was a tall, built, white guy. We were like, that guy's got to be somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was fucking George Kittle. And he had an all-time catch last night. Broke my heart. That, Continue. That, that is the great thing about these screeners, though, is that there's always a trailer that leads to the next movie for us. Where, <laughs> you know, like, it was during the on the way to, what, some movie early December where Mike's like, or uh, Raj is like, yo, we gotta go see this Puss in Boots movie. We go see Puss in Boots. That were, that's where we saw the trailer for Megan, I believe. We mm-hmm. go see Megan, right? That's where we see the trailer for 80 for Brady. And now, like, at one of our recent morning meetings, Kevin's like, hey, I got this screener for 80 for Brady if anybody, <clears throat> if anybody wants to go to 80 to for go. Brady. Yeah. And I look and I make eye contact with Roger. I'm like, yo, let's do I'm down to go for some 80 for Brady. Like, let's so do happy. it. Yep. So I say, let's go. Roger says, let's go. Mike says, so Mike, Mike says, let's go. And it's on. And so come next week, uh, I show up to work <laughs> on. The Tuesday that we're supposed to go to 80 for Brady, 
And my uh, Kevin asked Mike, like, hey, you, you still going to 80 for radio? And at this point, it's me, Kevin, and Mike in the office. And Mike's like, uh, you know, like, uh, he's, he's doing the Mike thing where he's trying to dig himself out of the hole. He's Mike. He's we sure we okay. like this movie? We sure we want to go? <laughs> yeah. We yeah. Sure we go Mike, like, hard, hard trying to pull out of this. I'm, I'm witnessing this. Understandable. And, what, you know, here's the deal. When it's not happening to you, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When Mike is bailing on something that he committed to you that you're counting on him for, maybe the most infuriating thing oh, that you I can mean, deal with on that day. An important note is it's a bad look on us if we hit them up day of and we're like, hey, just kidding, no one's coming. Because, yeah. like, they've reserved seats for us. So we have until, like, noon right. to do that, but, like, we don't want to We shouldn't do, do it. It's yeah, a pro- As a professional courtesy, because these people aren't, like, just – I mean, this is a prof- – they're professional – they get press screeners, basically. Yeah. It's a press screener. It's a professional thing. You say you're bringing someone, they count on that. And then obviously, you know, in kind, if you bring more people and people talk about it, that's good for them. And then when stuff like War for Wakanda comes out, not War for Wakanda, excuse me, Wakanda Forever comes out, maybe they give <laughs> us a couple, maybe they give us a couple <laughs> extra seats. Maybe I get to sit next to a London Breed next time. Mm. You know? Talk to her about what's going on in the city right now. Talk to her about some social issues. <laughs> maybe I give her... Maybe I tell her what I think she should do with all the uh, uh, so we're in buildings that are empty show. right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So as Mike's trying to pull out of this movie, so puzzle yeah. pieces start to connect in my head. Right. Because I had gotten a text earlier in so, the day from Raj Bricorni yes. saying, oh, let, I started a group for, chat because I'm very excited for 80 for Brady, unironically. Right. I really want to see this movie. Right. My brother's a huge Tom Brady fan. I think this is the wildest premise for a film. So I'm like, hey guys, today's the fucking day. Today's the fucking Put day. Put everyone in a group chat, blessing Mike, uh, my girlfriend Leanza, and we're like, hey, today's 80 for Brady, what's up? And then I learned that Blessing thought that there was way more people coming yeah. to this. <laughs> so, like, I, I just assumed, and I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't assume, it's but I assumed you. On you. that Kevin and Joey were going to 80 for Brady yeah. as well. Because we, we talked about that in the morning. In, in that, <laughs> well, that but, here, morning but here's meeting, the thing. Yeah. I, I would have assumed so, too. Mm-hmm. Because Kevin was like, Mike, you can't do this. You keep doing this. Mm-hmm. You got to go see 80 for Brady. Kevin, so uh, this is the, fun, the, the funniest wrinkle about it. Is I just assumed Kevin was going. I thought it was like a big thing and Kevin was like, hey, it's going to be fun. Yeah. We're all going. Usually I do go to these things. That's why in that meeting I was like, I am not going to these things. Because right. you guys have to figure out your own. Because I'll often be like, I'll swing by and pick you guys up and we can all go together and make things a and little I, smoother. I, and I think there was just enough of a pop between me, Roger, and Mike where I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's a lot of people. You're riding that high. You yeah, know I'm, what I mean? I'm like, oh, yeah, we're all going to, to 80 for Brady. And so when Mike starts to try and pull out, <laughs> mm-hmm. I start connecting the dots that, like, wait a second, in that group text, it was just me and Roger yeah. and Mike. Yep. Starts, and I'm like, wait, is it just going to be me and Roger going to 80 for Brady? Are we about to go on a date to 80 for Brady? Which I'm Absolutely. down for. I'm down Absolutely. to go on a date. For Brady. But it's one of those things where you go, like, when you, I totally get it, right? If 10 of us or five of us are going to a thing, that's a good night. Right, one person drops out. It's precarious mm-hmm. at that point. Is the dynamic going to be the same? Are we all going to have as much fun? Three people, bare minimum. If that third person comes out, then you get the other two people get the pass. Right? If Andy goes, "Hey, I'm not going to come out," and it's just me and Raj, we look at each other, we go, "Let's no, call it. We got to call it. Right? It's not a group outing anymore. It's not a group outing. Now we're just the it two of us are going someplace. Let's go to Outback Steakhouse and get fucked up on Schlitz." Yeah. <laughs> And so at, we're, we're having this argument. Uh, at some point during the morning, Roger comes in. Yeah, so you're already in Kind of Funny Games Daily. Mike, I think, is doing something else. And I walk in, and then Kevin, I knew something was wrong. Immediately, Kevin walks up to me and says, hey, your friend Mike, yeah. you got to go talk to <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, you got to talk. Your friend thing. used to do. Yeah, when your, like kid, your, son. your kid. Yeah, your <laughs> son. Your kid. the ownership. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So that I had to kind of rally the team of, like, go to Mike and be like, hey, like, 
we need to go to 80 for Brady. Like you said, yes, I'm going to 80 for Brady. And he, and he looks at me and he says, this is your one, right? And I'm like, why do I have to use my one on this situation that you agreed to? The one. Yep. You know what I mean? So I did it. Are you familiar I said, with the one? I said this, you know the one? And it was this whole, it was this whole hot potato situation of Mike being like, oh, I'm not going to go. And me, me being like, oh, do I want to go? And then us being like, well, how are we going to get there? Who's driving? Mike can drive. And Mike being like, I don't want to drive. And me being like, so I guess I can drive. I'm like, Mike, what's the trepidation yeah. for going to 80 for Brady? You know, Mike likes to do all sorts of crazy shit. Like, I was like, Mike, I'm going to Santa Cruz next week. Do you want to go? He goes, sure. He went, he went yesterday. Without me. I don't know why. I, I don't know. He's scoping it out. He's scoping it out. I don't know why. I'm like, Mike, I'm going to Santa Cruz on Monday for a comedy thing. What's today? You want to come? Literally eight days ago, last Sunday, God, I hate him so we made plans to go to this uh, pop-up fried chicken spot. Yeah. It's me, Joey, and their roommate. And we're like, oh, yeah, let's go. We're going to go. And then 30 minutes before we were supposed to go, I look at my phone. I see on Twitter, Mike is somewhere in the mountains. <laughs> he is somewhere in the wilderness. God damn it. And I'm like, wait a God second. God damn it. I almost messaged him. I was like, I'll just leave him alone. But I was like, damn, like this this just happens. I need you all to keep on listening to all these stories. For all the audience members that were on his side during yeah. the League of Legends debacle, I need you all to just keep on getting the evidence down. All right. He answered he answered uh, adventure. He answered the call. We we did go this weekend to the pop-up. Which you guys went for the wrong weekend, so it wasn't. Yes. So Mike actually ended up dodging a bullet because we went to that pop up and it was, we were we were a week early. <laughs> so we're like, he knew he's. A, yeah, yeah, he looked it up. He, he just didn't tell us. Well, what's the one? What's the concept of this one? The one. Wait, real is, quick before we get into that, just bless. It was the best chicken sandwich I ever had in my entire goddamn. That's what life. I was told, and I was so told that good. it's better than Hot Boys, which is the best chicken sandwich that I've ever had in my life. And so now I gotta try. I gotta. Well, I guess it's a pop up, so it's too late, isn't it? Where, where, where are they popping up pop next? Down? Where can I chase down I this pop-up? I follow pop -up? them on Instagram now, so uh, if it pops up again, I'll let you know. You can check the forecast. Yeah. <laughs> What's the forecast? It's like where they know the up? next earthquake's going to hit. That's where the next pop-up's going to the way that like the, the 80 year olds are chasing after Tom Brady. Yeah, they chase uh -huh. after this chicken, chicken shop. So Mike goes, I'm like, Mike, why don't you want to go to this movie? What do you got better to do? And he goes, Slappy. I'm trying to work out. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. What time does the movie start? And he's like, well, the movie starts at like seven. And I was like, well, why don't you work out? Or it started like, it started just early enough that I'm like, I kind of get that you can't make it to the yeah. gym. And he wasn't ice cast that day. So right. that's a Yeah, he was done at five, five thirty. I was like, okay, can you go afterward? He goes, ah, dog, the gym closes at like, uh, at like eight. And I'm like, now I know <laughs> no you're lying. <laughs> now I know you're lying. <laughs> it's Planet Fitness. It's Planet right? Fitness. It's, it's, I'm like, Mike, you could go at midnight. He just didn't want to go. And he forgot that he committed to going. And like everything that Mike does, he doesn't want to tell you no right off the rip because he doesn't want to disappoint you. And I sure. love that about him. But I'm like, Mike, just say no. You don't want to go to the thing. Yeah. Or tell people the truth. You'd rather go work out because you're on a health kick. Everyone will understand that. But either way, at the end of the day, I walk away with the full expectation that the original crew that committed to this, all of you are going to go. Yes. And that was the plan. Is That, that all was of the us, plan. All yep. of us were dedicated to going. Some of us reluctantly. But honestly, for me, I was like, you know what? I love hanging out with Roger. I want to Thank hang you. out with Snow White Mike more when I can catch him. Like, yes, let's do this. And the the decision was that I was going to drive. I was going to pick them up, and we're going to yeah, so, go. So what happened was is that Kevin comes to me. He's like, hey, seems like no one's making these decisions. You make the decision, Roger. So I said, okay, Mike's driving. Mike will drive us together. And then Kevin's like, it's not a good decision. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike doesn't have a parking spot. Blessing has a parking spot. I'm like, okay, Blessing, yeah. you're driving us. And so I, it, the, it comes time. I go. I pick up Roger and Leanne's at their place. I pick up Mike at his place. And I'm like, all right, sweet. We're doing this. It's happening. We're going 80 for birdie. Literally 10 seconds after I pick up Mike Howard, I get right before the entrance of the highway, and my icon flips up, 
that says low tire pressure. Never a good sign. And I'm like, interesting. Because I've had that uh, that thing pop up. The weather, the weather, the yeah. weather. Yeah. yeah, it's like might be the weather. Pressures. It might be a little bit cold. You know, sure. like there might just be some weird shit going on. Right. So I I look at it and I'm like, I'm I'm at a cro- I'm literally at a crossroads where I'm like, mentally, I can pull to the side and check my tires real quick to make sure we're good, or I, can, I just I can hit the highway. Like fuck it. Like what's the worst that can happen? Let's just go. Life and is I, a highway. Ten car pile up. You blow a tire. Everyone dies. One thousand percent. Yeah. And so I. I <laughs> I check with Roger and Mike and Leanne's and I'm like, yo, y'all, like, should I just go for it? Well, we're not, we're not that far away from the theater. It was like 15, 20 minutes, so it was kind of far. But right. I'm like, what, what, like, we can go, we can make it, and I can figure it out once we get there. I go on the highway, everything's going good. Um, I, I like halfway there, I pull off the highway because there's a faster route. Uh, and like, as we're going, I start getting internally anxious because I am like damn, this light is on. Like, this light is still on. Like, yeah, what, something's happening. What's going on here? It's very random for this light just to pop on out of nowhere. And so I'm like, hey, I'm going to pull to the side and check the, my tires real quick to make sure we're good because I don't want to fucking die. And so I pull over. It's dark out at this point. I walk around, and I hear this loud hissing noise. And Roger mm-hmm. also pops out. And he he's also like, yo, is this what's that hissing sound? Because Roger's like, I, I think there's a hissing sound coming from the house. And then we realize that, no, it's one of the tires. Snakes. <laughs> could be. Finally. In this house, it could be. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, there's no way this is my tire. So I go, I turn off the car. And I, and sure enough, yeah, my front right tire is just hissing out of control. Yeah. To where I'm like, ah, oh, shit. All right, here we go. Get back in the car. And I'm like, all right, we got to figure out what to do. Because it, we're not going to 80. We're not going straight to the movie theater right uh, now. And thankfully, we're a bit early, right? Our plan was to get dinner before going to 80 for Brady. And so we're planning on going to a diner, eating beforehand. So we're kind of early. So we're mm-hmm. like, all right, we got a little bit of time to figure out what we're going to do. Uh, and so I, I consult with Roger and Mike. <laughs> and, we're, and I'm like, all right, maybe I should take it to the nearest tire shop. Like, maybe I can get there. And we're like, all right, what's the nearest tire, tire shop? The nearest one that makes sense for me would, would have been about like eight minutes away. And I was like, I, I don't know if I can do it. Maybe I can do it. And I asked Roger and Mike. And I'm like, do you guys think I can make it eight minutes based on what, what you guys saw on my tire? And they're like, oh, yeah, you got this. Oh, man, no, we're good. Oh, yeah, we got this. Definitely not. Yep. And so I pull out, and immediately once I pull out, I'm like, guys, this tire is flat. <laughs> like, oh, no. Flat. Like, and me, I can't turn my wheel. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. bad. And so I had to then. And you're on a hill, too. You're on an uphill. And I'm on a, a upward hill because we're in San Francisco. And so I end up having to pull back over. And it's like this slow, awkward, me having to turn my car around so I'm positioned so I can get out inevitably when I get a tow truck. But, yeah, I park my car, and I'm sitting there, and, like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen me just like internally just angry and trying to hold my anger in, but I'm legitimately like you handled it well though. I'm mad. Say. I'm fucking yeah. angry because I just hate I I knew how much money it was gonna cost and I just hate in- inconvenience. And like I barely even wanted to go to 80 for Brady at this point. <laughs> yeah. That's the insult to injury. <laughs> at this point. The insult to injury is that you all were trying as the second Mike put a little trepidation of going out, I saw the look in their eyes. They were like, we don't necessarily want to go to the sea either. This yeah, was like a women's really super- want to go to That's not true. I want to go to see 80 yeah. Because it's one of those things where it's like, it's a movie that would be fun, but you definitely don't have to see it. And it's, it's I, I sympathize with, you committed when the hype was all there, but then the day of, you might not be feeling it. So remember, remember everyone, I left with all three of these jabronis committed reluctantly, Mike being torn, kicking and screaming, and Blessing being the one who's like, we're going to 80 for Brady, right? That night I leave, they're all going to 80 for Brady. Next morning I come. Blessing, how was 80 for Brady? <laughs> oh, I didn't go. I got flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? That was a, that was a funny part about it is that we're sitting in my in my car. 
I call a tow it's truck so funny. to come to come get service, and I'm like, y'all can Uber away, like it's fine, like leave me alone. And internally, I'm like, no, leave me alone because I need to be alone. I'm hot. Right I'm mad. I'm yeah. hot. Like I'm, I'm so mad. mad. Like yeah. I'm like I call up the tow truck and I'm keep I'm like keeping it together in front of these guys, but like I'm like fucking seething, like mad right now. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, it's it's cool, y'all. And then like they're like, all right, cool. We'll call we'll call an Uber and we'll check up on you. Like make sure to text once you're good. And as they're leaving, I'm like, so, so you guys going to the movie? And they're like, no. No, we're not going to 80 for Brady. No. This is a sign from God. The Breaking second, Roger's hard, man. Yeah, broke my heart. Again, the second you give Mike an out, like Mike, when Mike doesn't want to go to something, you got to put a leash on him. Yeah. You got to yank him back because he, if he, if you turn around for one second, you'll see just his keys in his wallet sitting there and he'll be gone. <laughs> You're like, I have no idea. And his phone. I have no idea I was going to get home, but it's Mike. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love this story so much and I want to continue it. But ladies and gentlemen, before we do that, I want to take a break you to hear from our sponsor yo what's up i'm blessing the host of kind of beauty the show where i ask members of kind of funny to answer questions like name a game where you can fight giant enemies name a type of animal you can play as in diddy kong racing name a playstation character who you'd want on your pickup basketball team <laughs> name a game genre that greg miller refuses to play good games is not on there but it was written in quite a bit and see how many audience members voted for that answer and it usually makes them kind of mad red faction is our 30 point oh, answer yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. That is our fourth most popular answer. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I'm still waiting for Bless to be like, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you guys are so bad at this game. Catch up on the latest episodes right now, exclusively on patreon.com slash kind of funny. And now we're back. But th thankfully, it wasn't, uh, after that, it wasn't that bad, right? It was me sitting there for 30 minutes, waiting for a tow, getting service, and then some drinks afterwards. So uh, going, you, to Nor so going to a bar with these guys. Can I ask a couple drinks. dad questions right now? What's up? As You're the, gonna be disappointed in me from the answers. I, I know, I know. This, I know, but, I know what's coming up. But as a, as a, as as the resident old guy in the office, mm -hmm. I'm asking the questions rhetorically because I want you to have to answer them and, and <laughs> tell everyone your shame here, right? Uh, it is. Okay. It is gonna be shameful. Look into the camera. Okay. No, look into the no. camera. No. Look, I want you to look dead in the camera. Yep. Ask the question. Do you have a spare tire? <laughs> I do not have a spare. Oh tire. no! <laughs> and I knew this day was coming. Okay. And every passing not day, even a well, donut. Not even a fucking. I did donut? not have a donut, and oh. I thought for the longest time I did have a donut. Until my, I bought this car for my sister, and my sister one time was like, no, I took the donut. And I was like, wait, I don't have a donut. Why did she I, take the donut? I don't know. I don't know why. Not even the donut bag. The donut's yeah. useless. Such a curvy enthusiast. Yeah. She took the donut. You don't take the donut. You always take the person's donut. donut. <laughs> the donut's got to stay in the car. Like, I, knew for, I knew for a while now that I didn't, and I was... And, for legit maybe a year, every single day, I'm like, all right, this, today's the day where I'm going to stop by the tire shop and, and get a donut. This never happened. Follow-up question. Uh-huh. Had you had a donut, mm -hmm. would you be able to change your own time? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not at all. Uh, not at all. I, I want you to know, I felt terrible when I got the news because I've been having crazy emergencies at my house. That's actually the main reason why I didn't go. And I was working on something that, like, sucked that day. It was awful. I was, like, in mud. And I got the message, and I was like, oh, that sucks. Because, like, I would have offered to been like, let me swing by and help you figure out how to get out of this solution, this problem. Yeah. I think, yeah. Part, I think one, uh, one point we were like, let's call Kevin. But I forget, I forget why we didn't. I think we just didn't want to bother you, honestly. Well, yeah, I mean, first off, for context, this is also when all those bad storms were happening. Yeah. So it was yeah. like yeah. chaos after chaos hitting California, hitting Northern California specifically. So to the Atmosphere point where River, me thinking of, of having to change a tire on, on the road when it's either – Pouring down rain, that was all. That would have been terrible. That's the other thing is this month has been a series of unfortunate events. Third question. What up? Oh. That question. Do you have AAA? Did you at least get the tow for free? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so that's disappointed what, in you, son. That's where the part was coming in. Was oh, like, my God. You were so mad. But that happened, cost like 200 bucks. As soon as that happened, I was like, 
Oh man, all, all of the, the dominoes. <laughs> all of it uh, happening. All the things I could have done to prepare for this moment that I didn't do as a car owner that I should have done. You know, it's funny because having lived in San Francisco for so long, suburbs usually not too bad, but for whatever reason, San Francisco, because there's so much fucking construction always happening, there's always something happening. I get at least a flat every year. So I had to learn the hard way of like, you got to just be able to, like, I can't, you got to be able to get out and just change that tire yourself. I, the last tire I had to change was, I got a flat actually going to the Metreon to see a movie. I think it was like Spider-Man. Oh. And I was, and and D, oh yeah, no, it was the um, Multiverse of Madness. Mm. And D was with us because I had talked her into going to that Oh, I remember movie. this. And I had all of, for whatever reason, all of my stand-up comedy shit in the back of my car, including the mic stand. The the stool that for whatever fucking reason we bring with us everywhere, all of the gear, all the lights and shit. So in the Metreon, I had to take all that out to get my spare tire out, and I started changing it. And I have never seen my wife proud of me before. So imagine my surprise when she was like, "Wow, that was really impressive that you know how to change a tire." Yeah. And I'm like, "That might be the first time in 15 years you've actually said something nice like that." It was pretty cool. <laughs> I never felt more like a man than when I changed a that quick tire. YouTube bus. I think like I. I dealt with a couple of flat tires back when I lived in Austin. Luckily, they were like in a parking garage, so I wasn't having to really. I wasn't in the middle of the road. I've mm -hmm. had to do two middle of the road ones, but the other like couple that I've had to do were just in a parking structure. Quick little YouTube has been like, oh, this model of car comes with this jack, and this is how you fucking. The jack's crack the hardest that part, shit up. right? The jack, of course, is the hardest part because you don't know where to put every inevitably you put it on the wrong part of the car and you start hearing that plastic crunch. Yeah. Because you put you there's a little spot on your frame. You do it on the steel beam. That's like that that's specifically for that on and by the tires. And then of course the hardest thing is you always jack it up. And then you go to spin the lug nuts and the tires start spinning too. Because you have to break the lug nuts while there's still pressure on the tire. Down pressure, so you can do that and then jack it back up. Unless you're one of those badasses with a Porsche and you got the center link wheel locks, in which case Call a tow truck. Don't try to do it yourself. I, I'd like to ask the people in the comments in the chat, like, how surprised are you all that I know how to do this? Because this seems like I'm, something totally out of my wheelhouse. I, 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 didn't, I'm, I didn't know that. I'm flabbergasted that you do. Because yeah. I would think, and this is no disrespect to you. <laughs> yeah. No disrespect to you. Full, full on seriousness. I would think that if you got a flat tire, you would just leave the car there forever. Man. Like, <laughs> I am the type of person to, like, I'd rather just not deal with the inconvenience, and that's that's where that, my that's where I'm at. That's, that's where was, my frustration would be. I was like, I I would rather just call somebody to deal with who deal with for deal with it for me, right? As opposed to like getting my hands dirty and yeah. doing all that shit. Um, have you? How do you all kind of deal with low gas? Oh, I'm all, terrified of it. I'm, that's like my biggest fear. Yeah, really? now I Can always I, yeah. yeah. And once it gets close to empty, I'm like, fucking, I need to. I need to. Do you wait till the light comes on? No, I don't think I've ever had the light really? in my life. Like, no, yeah. Every time the, I would drive, I'm like, I'm, the I need second to the light comes on, the anxiety comes on. One thousand percent. Okay, and I started thinking to myself because one time when I used to have an all white Jetta VR6, my favorite car. Ever. Jetta's a cool man. Badass, great car. It was white. People gave me a lot of shit for that back in 2001. They were like, this is a sorority girl car, and I was like, I don't care. I fucking mm. love this it's color. It's easy to this see at night. Cool. Safety. Super badass, sure. right? Um, that car gave me no problems. Until one time, I was threading the needle on the way to work. Just I was like, you know me, I'm 21 years old. I'm sleeping until, I don't know, 10.50. My shift starts at 11.15. <laughs> I got a 40-minute drive. I'm already late. Yeah. I was like, I don't have time for gas. God forbid I get the gas the night before when I'm smoking <laughs> cigarettes and drinking out my buddy's house. Anyway, it doesn't matter. 
The light's been on for a while. And I know this light's on for a while. And I feel myself thread the needle. Car just stops. Stalls out. Very bad for your engine to run out of gas while it's still on. Not good. Pull over. Have to call my brother, who is like, you're the biggest idiot on the fucking planet, you idiot. Brings me gas. I go to work. From that point on, nothing but problems with that car. Sensor problems, electrical problems. The radiator blew up at one point, which I don't think was uh, connected. But in my brain, I'm like, if I ever run out of gas again, my car will just nuke itself and I will be sans ride. So from this, like, that thing comes on and my my brain starts going, you're going to die. You got to get to the fucking gas station right now. Gary. So yeah, that's the most anxious I've ever been driving is like I was on the freeway <clears throat> sometime a couple years ago uh, on my way home from a haircut and like the gas light came on and I was like shit dude I'm like what eight minutes away from a gas station and the whole time the whole time on the way there I was like if this thing if this thing goes down I'm fucking I'm gonna be pissed I'd rather perish <laughs> I'd rather perish yeah I'm just gonna leave my car here yeah I, I, I've had a couple of close calls I've had one where I did completely run out of gas but I one of the closest scariest calls was when I was not any near civilization, I was driving home from Austin back to the Rio Grande Valley, which is about four and a half, five hour drive. And they, they play games there. They don't play games. There. They don't play games on RGB. No, and it's one of those where I'm like, I'm low on gas. I know the gas station I'm stopping at. It's the one I always stop at. It was closed, and I was like, Oh, I don't really know where the next one is further south, but I know one that I already passed, and it's a trek. And I'm just like playing. I'm with my cousin in the car. I'm playing with fire. I am terrified. Luckily, we get there all good, totally safe. But the one, the time that I actually did run out of gas on the road was one of those like, all right, the lights on, but I usually get, I got some sort of wiggle room, you know, the the warning lights on. Yeah. I should still be good. And I fucking run out of gas at the top of the exit that then gets to like I'm. I would exit and go straight into the gas station. I run out of gas. I feel it. I'm like, oh fuck! I it's it's, it's done. It's fucking done. I can't even fucking turn the the yeah, steering, steering wheel because the power steering steering's down. But I'm able to neutral and coast directly into uh, a fucking little that's slot. Incredible. It was yeah, amazing. I didn't have to get out of my car. I didn't have to do shit. It was like I had just enough gravity and inertia to push me to the little slot. It was like. Jesus is watching over me. Yeah, right I had now. a yeah. I had a similar scary moment. I was going on. I was I was going actually to Pennsylvania from New York, and uh, we were we were. It was it's pretty. It's like a I think it was like three and a half or something like that hour drive. It was fine, but it was raining a lot that day. And I pull off to go to a Cracker Barrel. Barrel. That's my favorite thing in the world. When, What's a, well, I'm sorry. What is a Cracker Barrel? A Cracker Barrel. Yeah. What is that? You don't know what Cracker Barrels? Really? No. Oh, oh shit! It's it's like a diner type vibe. It's like a southern. Um, I, I guess it's like a diner, but it's like they're a chain. They're a chain. Did yeah. your love it's for Cracker you Barrel start because okay. of your dad? Did you? Did your love for Cracker Barrel start because of your dad? Like Jack in the Box? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. You but, don't know what Cracker Barrel is? No, wow, that's felt crazy like to me. I don't, we don't think we have them in California. Do you, do you guys not have them in California? I don't think so. Yeah. No, I've never seen one of these. Before yeah, they just life. have yeah. like. Just, this is like a coke. It looks like a cocos. No, this is like more southern inspired. Yeah, it's we don't have southern. nothing like. We had this, this in the Midwest. Like I went. To, uh, it was like one in Champaign, Illinois, that we used to go to all the time. Yeah, no, it's incredible. I mean, this looks insane. Yeah, that, and they that, also have like a store in there which has a bunch of knickknacks great. and stuff. Whatever. Knickknack is the perfect word. Exactly. Stuff right. Just selling this bullshit. Store, right. Little candles, maybe a clock, maybe some yeah. cool little cute shit. Yeah. It's one of those places where you walk and you're like. It feels so welcoming, inviting. I don't want to know anybody's politics here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, I'll just, eat those eggs. And I'm like, just assume everyone's wearing the red hat, ironically. Yeah. Right? 
<laughs> like, eggs taste like they hate me, but oh, <laughs> my God. Is everyone looking at me? So, uh, so Leanne and I pull in, and so we're, we're, we're pulling off into the exit. What? <laughs> nothing. nothing. I'm pulling off to the That's exit, funny. and as I pull off, my radio turns off. That's fucking weird. And then I'm like, okay, this is, my car is running fine-ish. It's going whatever. And I pull into the into the actual parking spot in the Cracker Barrel, and my whole car turns off. I'm like, okay, that's strange. And I call my dad when we're eating. And it's like one of those things where I'm like, I'm not too worried because it's raining. Maybe it was just like something. Maybe my battery's going or something. I can just call Geico. And I mean, he's like, oh, it's probably your battery, right? It's the rain or whatever. And I'm like, okay, fine. I go in there. Car's not turned on. It's the fucking alternator. So it's mm-hmm. completely dead. This no, car, so your battery's dead. Yeah. yeah, no, like the alternator's dead. So like, yeah. it's not even the battery. Like the battery's fine. So we're just stuck there for fucking two hours. But it's very, I was very lucky that I pulled straight into like an actual parking spot right before that. That was a moment where I was like, What's I think the solution? Did they tow it away? They had to tow it away, and that you was the whole other thing. They had to, yeah, they yeah. pulled into like one of the Geico, like, hey, here's the one of the places you can take it to, and the the guy drops it off, and I go to the guy, I'm like, hey, my car's here. The guy's like, we don't take walk-ins. I'm like, my car's here. He's like, I don't know what to say. Like, okay. <laughs> that, see, that's my biggest thing is yeah. like when your car gets towwed at like one in the morning. Yeah. Where do you take it? Everything's yeah. closed. So Are I they just left uh, when my car got the flat tire last week. I just left it at um, the car shop, the tire shop. I was like, I'll go there in the morning and talk to them. So they park it. They just park it at the tire shop. Yeah, just park it at the tire shop. And, like, and then you just got to get there in the morning when they open and say, "Hey, my t- my car's here." Exactly. And they put it up on the wheel jacks. Yeah. Interesting, because I'm because I live in the city where there's no place to park. Mm-hmm. There would be no place to park my car, and I've seen people. Like at tire shops, get the car towed there, and it's always my night. Anything that has to do with the check engine light coming out of my car, my nightmare. Yeah, hate it. I've had. I'm like minimum. This is gonna cost me two hundred bucks. One time, my old my Honda, the engine blew up, cost me thirty five hundred dollars. And the guy was like, the guy that was fixing it looked at me and was like, you should not do this. Yeah, you should just junk this car. Like this this car is not worth this. And I was like, bro, I do. I live in San Francisco. Do not want a new car. Yeah, I'll just pay this and deal with it. And then right when I was done, the air conditioning went out. <laughs> like, God damn it! Uh, Honda, the Honda wanted to die. <laughs> I, m- I mentioned the most uh, anxiety I've had while driving was the gas light coming on. That's actually a blatant lie. Uh, that maybe since I moved out of the Midwest, that was probably the most anxiety I had. But uh, in my first what four years driving, I lived in Illinois where it snows a lot, and driving in the snow, I will never. I'll never miss it, right? Like, no, it's horrible. It's terrible. It's terrible for dangerous. Like the one of the early examples I have of of like almost like freaking out while driving is uh, I remember there was like one either Sunday night or Monday night where I was driving. It was like back when I still went to church, right? It was like a college night service or whatever, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll go. It was like ice rain going on outside, and like the roads are freezing over. You know, like black ice. Yeah, the terrifying. black ice. God. Yeah, terrifying. It was like an 18-minute drive, and I was like, oh, man, I'll, I'll make it. I want to see my friends. I want to hang out. Um, I'm going to go. As soon as I pull out of my neighborhood, like the first turn I take, I I start to stop at the stop sign, like the first stop sign, and like I start to brake. My car just does not brake, right? And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And so like, I, I try to – I don't want to drift into the intersection, and so I try to like take my car – Turn with it. Yeah, yeah. Turn, turn with it. My car starts to drift off the road Ooh. and it's going thankfully for me it is going at a very uh, slow speed mm-hmm. and i'm like i drift off the road onto now i'm like on the like side grassy area and mm-hmm. it is still icy and i'm doing the the, the slowest drift you've ever seen where <laughs> i am going two miles per hour and now i am starting to get to move toward a pole and i've never been so anxious for like it was maybe 15 seconds of me felt like a lifetime it felt like a lifetime 
15 seconds of me just slowly drifting toward a pole <laughs> <laughs> and me being like i can't stop i can't stop, I can't stop. <laughs> and me being like i don't know what to do i don't know what i'm about to do in this situation and thank god i stopped right before the pole and i uh, get back and i'm like i'm going home there was no point of me trying to go and praise god at this moment absolutely not god <laughs> looking down on you at that point god tell me something different yeah. that's always yeah. my thing man i feel i mean i don't understand how people do it how do you live in the snow I, every time i go up there every single time even i got chains it doesn't matter i got the car and granted everyone's like a four-wheel drive car with proper tires i'm like oh, good for you one percenter but yeah. um you get up there there's always a moment there's always a moment where my butthole clinches up yeah. like yeah! okay have you seen videos live. of the seattle snowstorm or the no. ice storm that happened uh christmas week it doesn't still it doesn't snow that often in seattle and so they don't have uh proper um road care yeah road care right like they're not they're not getting salt out there and plowing the roads yeah, at like a sure. decent pace compared to somewhere in the midwest because why would they pay all the money uh, for that infrastructure right. when it only snows once every couple of years? Um, the videos from the ice storm, I'll find some of them to get to assets because, oh, oh here, uh, Kevin oh, got on ready. This happened about a month ago in Seattle. Yeah, there it is. So that guy's drifting. That's incredible. And this was a full day of me just scrolling through TikTok, just watching these videos because oh, it's no. fascinating. Like, it was That's... so entertaining to watch. You can't be driving like that. None of these. Oh my god! No, dude. That's all ice too. This for That's audio why. listeners, of course. Like Seattle is hilly, as very well. hilly, and so you're having these icy roads. What's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> so it's icy roads. It's hills. It's people. There are videos of people that would walk out of their house and then they would slide down the Just hill and have shit. no way to get back home. Yeah. Oh my god, this is terrible. You're seeing cars just pile up, um, like falling down hills and shit. Yeah. So I used to live in Seattle before I moved down to the Bay Area. And the first the first <laughs> time on the ground. <laughs> on the ground. The first time it snowed when I lived in Seattle, I had so much hubris. Cause I'm I'm from the Midwest, so I was like, oh, dude, I know I know how to drive in the snow. I know sure. how to drive on ice. I I have no problem with that. What I didn't realize was that yeah, there was no road care, right? There wasn't um, the salt, and also I hadn't experienced driving on hills because I lived in the Midwest. And so on my way to work, I'm like I'm driving up this hill, and I get to the top, and it's a stoplight, so I stop, and then the light goes green, and so I'm like, okay, cool, let's go. And I cl- I I press my accelerate to go forward yeah and my car starts drifting backwards down this hill oh. and i'm like oh shit and i hit the brake and i'm like fuck and my heart starts beating real fast because i'm like ah shit what am i gonna do there's a really narrow w- road there's there are cars that are parked on both sides of the road if i keep going backwards and sliding i'm gonna hit these cars right and so i try one more time and i'm like all right let's go and my car again drifts back a bit and i'm like i press the brake and i'm like ah shit all right, like, I, there's only one thing for me to do in this situation. I just got to floor this bitch and hope that I get up. Look at this guy just fucking... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thankfully, on the third try, I just fucking floored it, and I was able to get up. It worked? Yeah, it worked. Oh, but man. That was an, another Lucky. one of those moments where I was no. super anxious. I was like, I'm never doing this again. Dude, the, scared, the most scared I've ever been in the snow was, like, the second or third time I drove up to Tahoe, and I had, I had chains on. Now, I just assume you put chains on, you're good, right? Yeah. But it's a two-wheel drive car, so it's like, whatever, you got to be careful. How, well, what's the actual, like, how do you do that? You, the chains, like... I um, can't imagine what, uh, how functionally that looks, chains around a tire. I don't understand yeah, chains, how that Yeah, but you basically, they, they come in a strip, you drive up onto them, and then you loop them around, gotcha. chain them together, and then they have a little, um, like, rubber piece that pulls it. So it goes on the back of your tire, and the rubber piece pulls it tight. But they're not foolproof. Like you can throw it. That's what they look like right there. That's those are actually nice chains. Um, 
So see that piece that kind of connects them all together okay, and like okay. keeps it tight. I don't know why I just can't imagine these not getting stuck in the fucking axle. <laughs> um, they a hundred percent do. So oh. like the last time I went up with chains, I was like, God, this is that's not a good sound. And I drove into like a Chevron station. It was ice cold outside, and I looked in, and the chain had slipped into my rotor. And so I had to get back there and kind of undo it with the Leatherman, and it took me like an hour. It was fucking horrible. They're terrible. Kevin popped out of your trunk and had his little Leatherman. He, I mean, I felt I'm, I've never felt more like Kevin in my life than when I was like this. I don't know how to s- solve this problem, but I have a Leatherman <laughs> and a fucking and, and like a dream. <laughs> I just get under this car. Meanwhile, my wife's like, "Well, I'm cozy in here for now." I was like, "Well, if I can't get this off, we're gonna freeze to death." But um, they have nicer chains that people have, where it's like I think you can. They're easier to put on. Uh, you can also pay very nice people on the way up chain control to put them on for you but my ego was like i can figure yeah, this out yeah, I, can figure it out. I did it wrong a couple things i just went to the snow and uh one very very tragic news i lost my leatherman putting <gasps> the chains on put it on my tire moved the car the leatherman slipped off fell somewhere in the road couldn't find it it's heartbreaker yeah second that's chain- like that's like luke's lightsaber lightsaber yeah, yeah. 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 they found it though <laughs> they figured it out <laughs> The, the, the second one is that um, I, um, the chain control, looked at my car because I had put one chain on. We were stuck in traffic for an hour and a half, like dead traffic, and um, I was putting a chain on. It opened up again, so I jumped back in the car, started driving. Chain control people were like, oh, you got all-wheel drive. You're fine. And uh, no, if it's snowing really hard, you're not fine. Put the chains on. Well, you would you you might have been if you had. I don't know if you have like snow I, tires I on your car. I don't have snow tires. I have worn tires. Right. So, yeah. but but even then, I'll be honest with you, dude. Like, if it was anything, because you were up in Tahoe the same week, and I was in Twainheart. Yeah, which is if it was anything like, like Twainheart, it wouldn't have mattered. Like people, I saw a guy four wheel drive truck with clawed just fucking massive winter tires on it ripped by us and we were going like maybe 30 miles an hour we're in this tiny little rented rav4 that we all all the comics got together and rented and we're like petering and thankfully my friend brooke has was from the midwest so she knows how to drive in snow so she's like we're good this like massive ford f-250 rips past us maybe going 10 more miles an hour than us but when you're going slow it's scary hits the brakes and starts sliding (gasps) and just starts sliding and we're like i'm like i'm gonna see someone die yeah in real life and the guy I'm not even kidding like a foot away from the car in front of him yanks the wheel and corrected the car real quick and then just ripped off holy shit and I was like that dude wild and then we saw him do it again and I was like oh this dude's doing this shit on purpose this guy's having fun and just that, whipping the dip that's what we did in high school uh, and I do not recommend this uh, <laughs> but like in high school we had, I, we had like open open lunch and so we can go wherever and so like me and my friends it was like when I was a senior so I had friends that um, drove we would go to McDonald's, get food, and it was the coolest thing ever because we're Fuck high schoolers. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. And then we would find a parking lot and then just drift on ice on snowy days. And that's just what we did. And looking back, I was like, dude, I could have died. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Not safe. We First first time I ever went to Tahoe was with uh, one of my buddy, my old friends, uh, friends who lived, they grew up going to Tahoe because they're from the Bay Area. We go up in his, like, his, his uh, suburban like one of those big ass, like you know, mad, massive, mom. ten people. Yeah, ten in, people, yeah. and we're all in there. We we go to the cabin, unpack, and he goes, "We have a cocktail." And he's like, "Do you guys want to go do donuts in the parking lot?" And I was like, "That sounds really scary." And I'm like, "My vote's no." And everyone's like, "We're doing it." So I was like, "Well, okay." <laughs> we get the car, and we just go to the ran- this random parking lot next to his cabin. Yeah, and he just goes, "You guys ready?" And floors it, and we're just doing loop de loops, like just like 
drifting out of control. I look over. There's just snow coming at me, and we just stop. I'm like, this is the scariest fucking thing I've ever done before. Terrifying. Of course, I'm like... I'm acting like a man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> cool, guys. Let's keep it going. So, I was way too nerdy to be in that crowd, but I oh, just ended up there. So I was yeah. like, right, cool. I guess I'm, I'm here. Let's keep oh. it going. I'm like, let's, yeah, this is fun, everyone. This is we're so good. having such a great time. Uh, I forget. Someone in the live chat over on YouTube said, snow tires will get you out of the ditch, but they won't stop you from getting into the ditch. That's very true. All-wheel drive is what he said. Yeah, it all it all just scares the shit out of me. Like I said, the, the scariest I've ever been is when I was making a left-hand turn at, like, I kid you not, five miles an hour. And I'm making a turn. And, you know, Tahoe is like, they don't put guardrails everywhere. It's the mountains. You're just expected not to fall off. <laughs> and I'm making a left-hand turn, and my car just starts going like this. And I'm like, oh. that is a very – I'm talking like a five, six-story drop-off with nothing there. And I stopped just beforehand and then kept going. I'm like, well, that's it for me. I'm never living in the snow. My, my favorite uh, was like back in the day when I still lived in Illinois, uh, we were driving from one friend's place to another friend's place, and it was a snowstorm. And we had a, one of our new friends that was in town. He He came from the U.K., uh, it's not like they didn't have snow, so I don't know why he didn't know how to drive in the snow. I think he was just a bad driver. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it was... Uh, Most people from the UK are. <laughs> yeah, um, hey. But he, uh, we were like, hey, follow Bless. Bless knows where the where the guy's house is that we're going. Just, just follow him. So it was my car and his car. And I made sure to, like, you know, keep a good distance, make sure I didn't lose him in this in the, in the snowstorm. Um, halfway there, like, I keep looking in the mirror and making sure he's there. There was one point where I looked in the mirror and he's gone. And I was like, oh... He must have took a different turn. I don't I know. seen him since. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just disappeared. I don't know where he went. I get to my... It was our friend Jason, Jason's place that we were getting to. I get to my friend Jason's place, and he's like, yo, bro, have you heard from John? And I'm like, what's up with John? And he's like, John's in a ditch right now. Oh, and I wow. was like, oh, no. And so we had to go and pick him up. God, that's the worst. Uh, what's up? What are you, you on these Tic Tacs? Well, I mean, when, when do those Tic Tacs even... Why do you have two things Yeah, why are they in play? I saw, I saw two Tic Tac oh, things at the store a little while those ago. Those berry ones are wild, bro. Big Berry Adventure or Fruit Adventure? I would like Big Berry Adventure, please. I'm trying to get in a Fruit Adventure. And fruit I know Adventure, not... let me just say right now, yeah. Roger made the right call. Absolutely. Going on a Fruit Adventure, a lot better than a Big Berry Adventure. Big Berry is weird. They're too big sour. Big Berry looks like nerds. It's like big, big nerds. It does. It does look like, mm, like, like yeah, nerd? big-ass nerds. Here, I'm going to toss you the Big Berry Adventure. Well, now I don't want them anymore. I want you them. Said no, I mean, no, you call them. You, you call them. You and Blessing okay. have to have the Big Berry Blessing, Adventure. Blessing, let's try these. This is going to be the ultimate TikTok. Big Because let me tell you, Raj. The fruit adventure vastly superior in taste. Tap those into my Tic Tac. There you go. There you go. Did you ever try that? Like, oh my god, you give me so many. Did you ever try like mm. that TikTok hack where you like turn it upside down and only gives you one or whatever? What? It's fucking stupid. I don't think it exists. It's like it's like oh the like the like the little dip when you open it up. Oh, the dip is meant. It's to like meant to like catch it, the Tic Tac. Yeah, give you one. Oh, which I don't know if that. Oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> it's a little singular compartment for a Tic. They're not good, right? One ticket at a time. <laughs> They're not good. They get progressively worse. Yeah. Oh man, that can be. Now, do yourselves a favor. Join us on this fruit adventure. Yeah. Blessing. Would you like to join Andy and Roger on this fruit adventure? I guess I'll join. I guess uh, I'll join. Put them all in your I mouth and just kind of let them dissolve, and then eventually chew into them. Yeah, put these these, these have such a good. Yeah, get those fucking berry ones out of here, dude. The berry ones are really bad. Use the fruit compartment. Yeah. Let me know. Rank them one. Let to God ten. decide how many to put in my hand. <laughs> Roger, how's this supposed to work? Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. That is that is so inconvenient. <laughs> That's so, so inconvenient. I mean, you, you need to get like five. Yeah. I don't know That's why good. Blessing got one singular green one. That's all he wants. <laughs> Let's try these. Here we go, guys. We're going on an adventure together with Andy. I think they're all chewy. I think that's just. Are the mint ones chewy? I'm not going to talk tick in a while. All of the flavored ones have a little chew to them for some reason. The original Tic Tac, you know, my, my favorite, of course, the goat Tic Tac, 
is a tie between the light green and the orange. <laughs> what got you, goat Tic Tac? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought about <laughs> goat-flavored Tic Tac. The light green, of course, is hard. Don't bite into those things. Those are going to crack mm-hmm. a tooth. These things, I think they're like, these are for children. We're going to make them a little more uh, chewy, which is why Andy has five packs in his pocket right now. I have it's two. Weird. I have two. I two. think the one I just got was um, green apple. And honestly, <laughs> I've seen a lot of green apple slander sure. on the internet lately. What's going on really? with this? I don't know, because uh, green apple is one of the best flavors to me. You're talking about the Yard podcast? Is that the one? Um, with the two dudes? The two dudes that I love, yeah. They remind me of Drake and Josh for some reason. I, don't, I love those guys. My, my my favorite comment on those guys is like, I'll never watch a full podcast. I just like watch them through these TikTok clips. But like, they're going through what are the best flavors and worst flavors of certain candies. Mm-hmm. They're going through Jolly Rancher. Sounds like they still go, hey, KFA. name the two best Jolly Rancher flavors. Blue raspberry and whatever, whatever. What's the worst one? And they both go, green, green apple, right? Green well, apple fucking sucks. Up. Now, what about a fucking blow pop? What's the worst flavor? Green apple, green apple fucking... I don't understand it. Green, green apple is so superior. Green yeah. apple is so tasty. I'm Dolly Rancher? It's consistent, too. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Yeah. Oh, no. Say it. I get it. Oh, well, fuck off. It. Yeah, Are you just a sour not, person? It's not that I don't like green apple. It's that given the other flavors in the, in the variety pack, that's going to be my last choice every single time. No. What's is your first it, choice? Cherry, it, grape, strawberry, anything that's... Yeah. A, Nick, a, I'm not a, trying a, to you know. stereotype you, okay? But I believe these two men are Italian in this podcast. <laughs> Okay, that makes well, a lot of sense. A good point. That makes a lot of that sense. Is a good point. It's you know I'll tell you the Italians we don't like green apple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that honestly. Growing up, I never had green apple. It was not. It's not something that my my mom never baked with it. It was not a flavor that was. Your in our, like, no, get those out of the pack. We don't need those. Here. <laughs> I, you know, we, I mean, I mean, I did have a lot of Granny Smith apples, and I fucking hate those things. But uh, mm, yeah, the green apple had, is just too tart. That Yard podcast had another video about like Granny Smith apples and shit. Really? Talking, yeah, they were talking about their favorite apples, and the guy was like, he's like, what's your favorite apple? And he was like, I don't know, red? And the guy was like, really? Like, you're just going to say red? Like, he's like, what other apples <laughs> do you want me to say? He's like, so, Granny Smith starts listing off these different names names for the, the, the apples they got. That looks amazing. That was a, Kevin just brought up an image of a Tic Tac, Tic Tac <laughs> dispenser. Uh, I'm going to send it. That's cool. I'm just going to send uh, Kevin this asset so we can do a podcast within a podcast. Please Cody do. Hagler in chat says, we, the Italians, don't care for the green apple. We do, I mean, I don't think we do. I'll be honest with you guys. If, you, if anyone in the live chat right now is Italian, let me know if you grew up with that like being with a thing. It was stuff? never really a thing in, the Itali- in, in my house, at least. Because, like, uh, for me, when I think of Laffy Taffy's, yeah. banana and green apple, the first one's like, oh, banana's disgusting. You're banana. crazy. You're banana's crazy. the grossest flavor. Banana? Oh, fuck it, off. Is, it is such a gross. I hate bananas oh, in general. Fuck off. Like, I love like, bananas, but when like you banana. put banana in a fuck candy, it. you're asking for me to fucking throw up all over your Adidas. <laughs> Absolutely. All over your dicks? Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, Adidas. okay, so th- those are like my go to Laffy Dabby flavors. But when we talk about Jolly Rancher, green First apples. Type of apple. Sorry, that was the thing First I said. What's favorite type of apple? Hit me with Kevin's troubleshooting. <laughs> <laughs> Green apple's always number one. So Thank I, I, I can, Did you guys I, do the unit in elementary school where you had to taste the different kind of apples? Yeah, I think yes, we did. We did do that. I think we actually yes. did. And I think the green apples won in our class. Dude, they never even gave me so one because they were stereotyping <laughs> it Italian. They had the green apple and they looked at Nick and they're like, he doesn't like <laughs> that. He doesn't like this. <laughs> this little Italian's not going to like these. Yeah, hit us with this I one. love these guys. Hit so us with this one. All right, these are the guys, huh? Red. I said apple, not color. The red ones, what are they? All of them are red. Do you know? No, they're not. Except for yellow. <laughs> Except for the green ones and the yellow ones. Okay. There are like 90 types of red apples. Pink Ladies, Gala, Pink Ladies Macintosh, the Red Delicious. 
<laughs> delicious. We've had yeah, so many apple podcasts no. on our show, by the way. Apples are very... Apples. I would fucking think so. Why, uh, Divisive. Did I grow up on an orchard? No, you grew up eating apples, Joey. Yeah, I, uh, someone puts an apple But this is how I learned that there are... Hey, what's this one's name? Specific names of apples. You've never gone... You've never actually gone to the store. Are you serious? This video? Wait, wait, wait. pause this, Kevin. Well, hold on. Because like, what? Yeah, if you'd asked me like my favorite kind of apple, I would have said uh, apple? Green, green apple. So you never, you didn't know any of those names. No, I think this, I heard of Red Delicious. This is or so offensive but... because like we we have a definitive apple podcast on the kind of funny episode. <laughs> really like, there's an episode where all we did was rank the fucking apples, and you know like what? it is divisive, and we got really argumentative with each yeah. other. Did you guys take? Did you guys eat the apples while you're ranking? no? I don't know if we ate apples. <laughs> I think we just yelled at each other because Greg is okay. This is gonna come as a shock to everyone out there. Greg's a fucking weirdo. I'll what? say it. He likes Granny Smith apples. Wasn't that his thing? No, he like those no, no, no. horrible. The number, the, the, the the number one apple that you ever see. It's always like never the most expensive because Gala is usually the most expensive. Um, we looked at apple charts. There's like purple apples. If you didn't know, bless uh, I did not know that. There's purple apples out outside in the world. We looked at all the rarest apples that you could eat out. By there. By the way, sorry to interrupt you. I'm seeing a lot of Honey love Crisp. for the pink lady in the live chat. That is correct. Honey that is Crisp, the best apple. Honey Crisp is the number. I missed this apple. Discussion Honey Crisp is the number one apple gross. ever. So Honey, gross. oh my, go fuck so yourself. Gross. So Honey, they don't taste like anything. They taste. They smell like 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 they should taste, but they don't taste like it. It's water. No, they, they, you're lying. Honey Crisp is like known to, like, th- there's an apple graph blessing. If, if Kevin can look up like apple, apple flavor graph, graph. It's made by one there's Dave Cortez. There, there's, a, there's a graph out there that shows you, like, these are a little bit more sour. These are a little bit more sweet. These, like, it, it kind of like lets you know here's a chart in case you're lost. You know, it's like when you're on tour, you know, in the fucking in Hawaii, and you get to know, like, oh, these areas, you know, yeah. it, it's like a chart for that. Like, yeah. it, if you need help, if I give a hot take. I don't. Oh, I don't really fuck with apples like that. I agree with this too. I mean, like green apples are cool, but I'll never. I. I'd, they're fine. When I'm at the store, I never buy an apple if I'm buying a fruit. You, what, you what's go, your go-to fruit? You want to get three? I apples. like grapes a lot. I yeah, like grapes too. a lot. I like plums also. Plums are probably my favorite fruit. I like a mango. No, but here's a mango is fire. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Apples uh, keep you awake. If you have an apple in the morning, it's it's better than a cup of coffee. There's no way. That's true. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, Andy. Where are you getting this information from? What the TikTok? fuck are we talking about I now? Promise. If you, if you look, look it up, look, Andy promises. I believe him. Like, I, like, I was like, I can't question this. I never heard if, this in my life. You, I can't question it. Because so, like, not only does it keep you regular, right? It keeps you sure. regular. Uh, very fibrous. Yeah, very sure. lots of fiber, um, water. But it's it's the the same amount of like. <laughs> Uh, Kevin just brought it for the for the for the uh, <laughs> listeners. Overall, no research supports or rejects the idea of eating an apple before bed to promote good sleep. It doesn't appear that apples promote or inhibit your sleep. So, if you feel like having an apple before bed, go for it. What's the second link? Hibernate.com. <laughs> do apples keep you awake? To summarize, apples do keep Let's you awake. Let's get another source on that one. <laughs> but it's hibernate.com. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a reputable. So it's written by apples keep you awake, but coffee keeps you more alert, right? So it's a different thing. But apple, like. If you have an apple in the morning, you're going to feel better about your day overall. You're going to feel more, you know, vivacious. Yeah, va, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't believe it. Unless you're Italian. I promise. I no. promise. Well, well, what do you say? You keep on saying promise. We just pulled up the research and they said no. <laughs> like, like, you talking about apples is me talking about Jack in the Box breakfast. <laughs> like, oh, I, promise God, I promise is great. I promise. I promise. Let's it's see here. Kevin, Kevin brought up hibernate.com again, okay. I think. Oh, no, whatever this is. Here's a, here's a little look. Here's a little. <laughs> there's a chart of a man who looks sad. Doctor he doesn't have that. any apples in his What happens to your brain? What doesn't happen to your brain? information that kept throwing at us on this one where did where did you hear about this 
Um, I heard it on on the Dan Levitard. And you were going to say no. podcast. I knew that. Every every piece of information <laughs> like you have in life is from the Dan Levitard. Like podcast information. You get a few gods because it's probably not true. Who got? Well, because uh, Apple keeps you awake all day, Dan. And he's like, well, it does nothing for this conversation. And like, <laughs> An Apple day. How about them apples? <laughs> Andy, can I tell you the most two gods moment I've had in this office in the, in, the, in the new year? Oh my god! That's okay. Go ahead. That's on me. Well, I want I want my fruit most dramatic b- bottle falling over. I. uh... I had a show over the weekend, and I wanted to promote the show. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I have a fairly substantial Instagram following, but I don't really know how Instagram works anymore, and I especially don't know how TikTok works anymore. But I know there's someone in this office that does know how TikTok <laughs> works. And as the elder in the office, I think it's important to show people sometimes it's okay to be vulnerable. So I said, I announced to everyone, hey, Roger, can you help me post this thing on my TikTok? And Roger just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy, it's the funniest wait, wait, thing. Andy, hold on, Nick. That's not what. You, that's not how you phrased it, though. He didn't stop laughing the entire time. I said, "Roger, am I do?" I, I posted. I was like, "Roger, am I doing this right?" And I handed the phone to Roger. Did, and he, I mean, Roger, to your to your credit, yeah. you tried to stop laughing. <laughs> you tried not to laugh at me like the right entire now. time. God, it was terrible. <laughs> Kevin, what did I say? What yeah, did I do? Didn't you like dramatically? <laughs> To Roger, but very loudly to the room, you said, "Roger, teach me TikTok." <laughs> I said, "Roger, teach." I said, "Roger, teach me how to TikTok." He did his little voice too, a little bit. I said, "Roger, <laughs> I, need, I said I have the TikTok." And then he just pulls up. He, I thought he had a video or something they recorded. It's just one singular image. It was just. I mean, it was a TikTok image, and he was trying to post. People do it. It was. A, it was a poster. <laughs> trying to post one of those slideshows. That no, post. just but just one image. Oh my god! <laughs> and then he was trying to post it. I was like, "Did you put music to it?" He's like, "You can put music." <laughs> <laughs> well, because it came with music. It my, came with music. My favorite part is I was like, well, you put music to it. He's like, what type of music? I'm like, any music. And I've never seen his mind like explode more. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, what do you have to link it to like, your Spotify and pay for it? And he goes, no. No. And I was like, okay, what should I put? And he goes, what's the, I mean, anything you want. Whatever you want, bro. And then Tim. Fucking idiot. <laughs> tired of hearing all this. Or maybe it was Joey. Just goes, Nick, just use Genuine's Pony. Just use <laughs> yep. That's what you're going to use anyway. You have, you have three things that you think of. So I did that. And Roger's like, do you want to like maybe talk over this? And I was like, well, there's there's words. Because the information's there <laughs> they on the can poster. Read it. Yeah. They can read it. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, Roger. I'll tell you this. People came out to that show. Because of the TikTok? Because of the Instagram that I posted. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how did that TikTok they thought on the Instagram. What's the numbers on the TikTok? Uh, who the fuck knows? Like, I don't know how to check the numbers <laughs> on the TikTok. I have no... TikTok mystifies me, mm. which is hilarious Let's because I see up. all Let's of them up. three weeks later. I can't wait to watch this you look static image. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not the only person that posts static images on TikTok. Images. That's the issue. It's images. You posted one single... Yeah, yeah people scroll. They're scrolling through their timeline. They see the image. They go, Nick's doing a comedy show. I'm definitely not going to show up. And they keep scrolling. Right? That's how it's going to go. What's Score Scarpino. Who the fuck knows? Greg Star. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. There's two underscores. Yeah, man. of course there is. Yep, yeah. it's a static image. It's just the image of the post. How many on TikTok. Uh, 598. Wow. Oh, yeah, 27 likes. 27 likes. I'll, I'll hit it. I'll hit it with a seven. Like right hit yeah, hit that. Like, I mean, like the show's done. Like, you don't have to like the first it anymore. Don't. Is Greg Miller saying, <laughs> "Bring me a lot." When my ex-boyfriend who had. I'm gonna com- <laughs> was that, <laughs> that was mine. That was mine. I'm gonna TikTok. comment. Can't wait for this. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. I appreciate your yeah. support. That that glowing, uh, that glowing mm-hmm. show of support you had right There's there. There's a comment on here from three days ago from Hottie Pippen that says Roger taught taught Nick how to TikTok. Bravo. <laughs> wait, how the fuck did he know about because that? Because why the fuck? I, of course, I'll tell you, what, I'll tell you, I think you just assume. I'll tell you what also helps with discovery. Mm. Hit that little bookmark. 
or favorites. Oh. You hit the favorites, that like puts you in the algorithm a lot. I more. appreciate that. Are you ever going to TikTok again? Uh, yes, I am going to TikTok again. I've actually started clipping out my comedy clips. Oh, okay. so I'm going to start posting some of those right now. Um, the beginning. Is this the start? And then you're well, I don't know if it's a start or not, but I mean, obviously, like, I'm a solid, and this is going to come as a shocker to Andy, I'm a solid two years late on posting comedy clips. So I figured, why not start now? Absolutely. Why not try and gain some footing in that right before people stop doing that? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think is the is the idea, but I mean, filming all my stuff with that camera that we're working with, so I'm pretty excited about that, and I'm pretty excited to share all that stuff with you guys out there. But you know what, guys, that's been the kind of funny podcast. Hell yeah. Going out on a very embarrassing story. <laughs> Let us know in the comments below if you know how to TikTok and if you think you could do it better than Roger, because I'm all ears, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, Patreon supporters out there watching live. Here we go. This is for go. you. This is for the audio listeners. This is for all the audio I'm listeners. Throw a TikTok into Nick's TikTok. Ready? Ready? JFF. Or TikTok. Oh, oh man. So Why did it, it sound like a marble oh, really far? <laughs> that sounded so loud. For a second, I was like scared that it broke the LED wall. Uh, we will, of course, be back next week, everyone. Uh, but until next time, it has been our pleasure to serve you. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.